Welcome to episode 41 of the Wiretap Podcast with Alex and Carlos. What's up, Alex? What's going on, dude? <laughs> it's been it's been a How while. How long has it been, man? How long has it been? Uh, it's been it's been a minute. I mean, we've talked, you know? but you know, we've we haven't been on the show because we've been we've been uh, figuring some things out uh, for the show, figuring some things out for ourselves and our personal lives. But man, it's good to see you. You look very bright today, man. You brightened it up earlier. You were a little dark. It's a well, beautiful you smile. You light got on and everything. <laughs> What's going What'd on with you, man? You been, man? I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, you know, kicking off the new year, closing the, the previous year out, man. It's a lot of work to close out a previous year as far as looking at, you know, uh, profit loss statements, figuring out what you're going to do for the future, setting cast and vision for the next year, what that looks like, how are we going to scale, how are we going to grow, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, right behind me, I've got my Google Analytics ready to go. So that I'm in the office today, and I think I think I'll continue to do our show in the office today versus how we've done it in the past. But uh, how about you, man? What What'd you get for Christmas, dude? I, I mean, I feel like I barely uh, asked you what you got for Christmas, man. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> I just got a little bit of stuff. Um, you know, appreciate. Didn't you get some? Didn't you, I thought you got some Louis Vuitton. Nah, I mean, you know, oh, man, you don't put it got, out there. Oh, the, I'm sorry. Nah. Hey, I got a Louis Vuitton uh, uh, duffel bag. I, I'm happy about that. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Just just got some couple cool gifts and, but not nah, just pretty much spending <laughs> spending you know time <laughs> with the family and and uh, just enjoy time off and and uh, trying to recharge the batteries to start another year, go full throttle right, and right, right, right. You know, new goals, new new ambitions, new, you know, you set everything, uh, what you plan for the year, look back at how you did the year, what could have you done better? Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. People, people always, I, I heard this philosophy uh, a couple of days ago. So there's a guy who, who I listen to, he's, he does watches. Uh, I don't know if you're into, I don't think I've ever heard you say you listen to guys who resell watches. So there's this, yeah. this, uh, the gray market, right? The gray market is, is out right now. And- oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Well, it's not really Roman. I'm not talking about him. The gray market itself, right? The resale market. There's a guy who is in the resale market. And he says that when he sets his goals, uh, instead of setting goals for the whole year and knocking them out every month and things of that nature, he says, go ahead and start portions or, or pieces of the goals within the first 12 days of the year. I found that pretty interesting. Uh, he says, because then you just let it go if you don't get a jump start on it and don't do it as soon as possible. It never happens. That's a very interesting uh, approach to it's the setting snow, goals. It's the snowball. It's like right, the, the snowball, snowball right? method. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the interesting part. And I mean, I will say, man, that's uh, you know, that's that's quite quite exciting, quite adventurous. But you know, yeah, I'm just like you, man. I'm setting goals, setting things up, getting ready for the new year. Like I said, closing out the old year, but. Yeah, man, it's it's good to be back. It's good to be here. And and we listen, our our listeners, I don't know if you've noticed, Alex, but looking at the analytics on our show, people have been listening to our show while we haven't even put new stuff out there. I, we hit a we hit some serious numbers a couple of weeks ago, and I'm impressed by that. It's just reaching new listeners organically. That's the thing. We don't we don't put any money in uh, those that are listening to us or those that 
uh, have seen our show or even heard our show is it's all organic. So either somebody's sharing it or people are searching and they're, they're, they're wanting to learn more about stumbling into it and they're staying right, 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 right. And they're having a good time while they're listening. So we thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. And if so, as always, as you hear everybody say, you know, hit that bell, hit that button. Uh, and don't forget about us, but kicking off the new year with one of the shows, man, uh, what is this on crypto ban, Alex? Uh, I thought that was a hot topic to discuss while we've been out, uh, that crypto is not only banned in China, but it's made its way to in other eight countries. What, what do you think about that, man? And the reason I ask you is because crypto has been, I mean, you and I know this it's, is a it's hot the topic. Loss, no, it's, I think it's the loss of power. If you can't control people's money, then I don't know how much you well could control. Like if, you know, one of the things people will worry about right now, if say you owe money to the IRS and everything, they just go in your bank account and just take take the money. But if they don't have access to your money or they can't get into it, how can they control you like that? I mean, obviously mm. now it goes into crime and black markets and all this other stuff. But the thing right, is, is right. you're giving the power back to you, to the people right, um, right. versus having money in a, in a centralized bank where... I mean, it's the same thing. They're keeping the ledger, right? The it's not like I can walk right now into West Fargo and be like, "Hey, I, I need to pull a hundred a hundred k from my account or something." They'll be like, "Oh yeah, let me just walk to the vault and get it." It's like they have it. It's this. It's a digital ledger that they have in their in their banking system, and they're we're, we're saying they when we log into our bank account, we're saying, oh, "Okay, that's the money that I have," and then they validate it, say, "Yep, that's the money that he's have," right? So if you take them out of the equation. And mm -hmm. now it's decentralized, right? So it's out right, in the market. Right, it's right, either right. the you lose some benefits with that as well. Like Absolutely. if something happens, somebody takes your money, then there's that's it. There's nothing you right. can do. There's nobody that can right. put that money back and say, no, we got you. We protect you because the bank backs their ledger and says, oh yeah, no, that, that was his money. Give it back. Or, or somebody takes your money. They're able to kind of work the system, right? And get your money back. But it's a 40 versus, but versus Alex, crypto. You now can't. But it's now, it's a total of 42 countries. It's no longer just eight, man. It's a total That's of what I'm saying. They, they don't want to lose no power. I, I think they don't want to lose no power. They, so, what is it, so what does that say if it's being banned and now you can't accept it and now it's not recognized unless you're in the black market? I mean, because here's the thing. In, in the world that we live in, in the United States of America, I can go to certain stores and use crypto. Right. I can I can use my Bitcoin mm -hmm. wallet and purchase items, whether that's an NFT, whether that's a watch, as I'm talking about. Right. Uh, or a car, you know, it's 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 recognized as something that can be used to purchase. Right. It's a currency at that point. But here in this situation with a total of 42 other countries, man. It's not even being recognized, right? It's not even something that I can put a sticker outside my small business and say, hey, now accepting Bitcoin, right? So, you know, I think that I think that plays a role. Have you seen the crypto market lately? Yeah, uh, yes, I have. Because um, Did you get my link the other day that I sent you? No, I, the, which one? About the 101 cryptocurrencies? Or no, no, uh, where it had all the currencies listed uh, you know, how they're performing, how they're doing. I don't know if I sent you that. I think I did. Um, and it's just, it's just insane how, you know, uh, the coin market, if, if we're honest, man, is not necessarily struggling, 
but it's hitting all-time lows. Yeah, right? no, especially for, your for, top 10 coins, your Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, BNB, USD, Cardano, Solana, XRP, Terra, and even Polkadot. Uh, Dogecoin has made its way away from the top 10. I don't know if you've noticed that in the uh, in the Coinbase market cap.com. I don't know if you follow that, Alex, uh, but we see nothing but numbers just hitting all-time lows. No, so like... Um... You know, I went and bought a little bit of the dips uh, just to see. And I, I put myself a particular number and I said, okay, well, this is it. This is how much I'm willing to uh, put money into it. Right. Without... They're all in reds today. They're all in red. Yeah, no, no correct. And then they keep, they keep dropping, but there's a certain dollar that you can put in there. And then you never know if they, they'll bounce back up, right? Now, if they continue with it's these bands, too volatile, man. yeah, it's obviously risky. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, uh, but in a way, there's some people that, it, I mean, it's just a matter Love of time. It. before Live they off go- of it. Can't get yeah. enough of it, right? It's like the government. You know, the U.S. is eventually going to make their own coin, I bet. I mean, they're going to use something to replace the dollar. They- I think before uh, federal federal efforts stick in, Alex, I think banks are going to have their own coin. Yeah, like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, or something absolutely. like that. If you're I think United we're States. moving more yeah, and more. And we've talked a little bit about that, but I really do think it's going to happen, man. I really do think because they're missing out, right? They're missing out yeah. on opportunity. And it's all it is, is hype, right? So, you yeah. know, I think I think Bitcoin and all these other coins uh, are good if you got into it in the beginning, right? If you got into it in the beginning, that's, that's, that's what you got to hold on to. You got to live it up at that point. I mean, but, it's still yeah, like I mean, they say it's like it's still like in some of what this article was saying. It's still the wild, wild west, and it and it is. It it, it is. is. It's still, it is. just think about the internet back in the days. If um, obviously we were too young, or we were in the teenage phase when the internet came out, but um, all the people that were in our shoes or older than us, think about the internet. They were like, I don't know about this, and the people that jumped into it, capitalized, and the people who didn't lost big money. Right, it's right. still, I think the cryptocurrency world is in the NFTs is still that wild, wild west. You can make money in a blink of an eye. You can lose money in a blink of an eye. Right, um, right. This year, this year, I think one of my goals is I'm going to try to invest a lot of my money into like dividend stocks. I'm going to try to build a strong portfolio. That being said, like Coca-Cola, Johnson & Johnson, and like even Apple. I already own like Apple. Like an ETF? Still, no, not ETFs. It's still individual stocks, like but like Apple, oh, so you're for example. Di- work on diversification more. Yeah, a little bit, but mostly on dividend stocks. Like I already own Apple, gotcha. but it just keep gotcha. building more on my Apple portfolio. Gotcha. gotcha. So you're gonna on, make your on, money like, on dividends. That's your well, strategy. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna build. I'm not saying all of it. I'm just saying right, a right. Lot, majority. I'm gonna try to do a, my investment capital dollars. I'm gonna try to hit like like sixty percent dividend stocks, and then the rest of it can go into different ones. Gotcha. But so I, heavy. I think that's a, heavy dividend payouts. It's your strategy for the year. Yeah, this year. Okay. Uh, that's okay. what I'm gonna focus. Oh, okay. uh, sixty percent, okay. and then just to see what what I can build off of that, because I think. Obviously, you know this. Those those are gonna make money in the long run. It's not to get rich right away, but right, right, I, right, right. It's right, kind right. of more the Warren Buffett strategy, right? Is like building slow, build a portfolio, build the what we talked about in the show, having uh, staying consistent in your in your philosophy of what you're doing. And right, obviously, right. the man has built billions of dollars in right. different capital, right? <laughs> of course, no, but, absolutely. But but it's, you know, he started investing small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started investing small. Yeah, yeah. That's no, no, no. that's the yeah. plan. 
Okay. So the, listen, it's a good strategy. I think that's a strategy that, that can be labeled as a strategy, uh, you know, but you got to remember that these aren't small caps, right? Those of you that are listening, anytime you're looking for heavy dividend payout, you're also going to need to invest in heavier stocks, right? Uh, you can't, you know, you're not going to make good money uh, if you're buying a stock worth a dollar, right? Uh, the dividend payout is not going to be ex as exciting as if you owned a high cap, right? Uh, meaning if it was a hundred or a thousand dollars or, you know, the lower end of a Berkshire Hathaway, right? Uh, so, you know, I, I would say to you, uh, those that are listening, uh, when you hear Alex saying this is his strategy for the year, uh, because he's noticing that the return is more guaranteed, right? Uh, Alex, I think, is it fair to say that you're looking for a more guaranteed uh, approach to a payout, correct? Well, cor correct. And it's basically more about the, like you said, it being some stocks are volatile and they move and everything. These are more right. kind of, you know, Apple, you don't want to roll the dice a, anymore. Yeah. You want to, you want to keep the cash coming. Well, in. not this year. Not this year. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's good. it's well, it's, good, Alex. it's it's like different years. I try to approach the market a different way this year. I, I think it's gonna be more try to build that per strong portfolio, mm, and then mm. and then once I get to a level that I want it, then you keep investing in something else. I don't I know what's a you, good move. What you got for this year? What's your strategy? Uh, financial strategy. So I will admit to you that I didn't make uh, I didn't make my hundred thousand that I uh, that I set my my, uh, my hopes, my dreams, my hopes for, yeah. uh, I, I, I came shy. I did. I, um, I hit a goal of 75,000. Uh, it wasn't a hundred as I expected it to be. And that's okay. Right. That's okay. Uh, because the goal is to set a goal, uh, and to make sure that you aim towards a goal. But for me, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to hit a number that was, you know, closer to the goal than what it could have been. Because listen, man, with a 7% inflation rate <laughs> hitting us at an all-time high as a country, uh, things are getting more and more expensive. So the returns on specific market items are going to vary and they're going to fluctuate tremendously. I'm happy with a $75,000 return total, right, than, than to be honest at 100. So uh, I'm, this year, my goal is not necessarily a strategy such as yours. Uh, I think I'm going to buy the dips uh, this year because yeah. I think I think uh, this coronavirus is going to hit some some pretty heavier lows uh, in the in its last regime that it's in. Uh, but I am going to say that I'm going to focus more on buying the dips. Uh, for example, I, you know I'm looking and we'll talk about this ticker in a little bit. But just for example, I'm looking at uh, ticker BSFC. Uh, B as in boy, S as in Sam, F as in Frank, C as in car. Today being January 21st at 2.30 in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time, we're looking at 120% uh, increase on a stock that was purchased uh, slightly under $2 and it's uh, incredibly uh, performing well. And it, its lowest was uh, slightly under $2 and it's at $4.15 now. So I'm keeping my eye on and studying uh, more and more of these dips, Alex. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to say that that is my approach this year. And I'm hope to hit another uh, between 50 to 60 uh, on those dips versus the hundred, I, I'm not sure how aggressive this year is going to look, to be quite honest with you, but we'll see. Uh, but I am going to at least set a goal of 50 to 60 for the year. 
that at the end of the year, I, I walk away with a payout of 50 to 60 netting, right? Uh, aside from taxes and all that fun stuff. Uh, so that's, that's really my strategy this year is buying the dips and watching those that have underperformed. Uh, not necessarily pump and dumps, but buy the dips, make some cash and pull out, right? Uh, there's not a whole lot of tax benefits on, on this approach, but it's a very aggressive approach, meaning that I'm going to spend a lot more time behind the screen uh, than I'm used to, if, if, I can, if I can say that. Where on yours, uh, your, your strategy for the year, it's autopilot in certain ways, right? But it's um it's a sixty percent. So obviously I'm still gonna be forty percent buying dibs, buying everything. It, it, the ticket that I you know that I, right now that I'm looking in, and it's just because I don't know where the dip is right now because obviously the market is at a downtrend right now. It's right, um right. it's it's Kathy's Kathy stock, which is the ARKK, which is an ETF. Um, normally it was kind of high, but. Right now yeah. I'm looking at it and it's 72.4 and I've been setting alerts to see what's the highest. You've been a fan of ARC. Yeah, you've been, yeah. A, you've been a fan. No, co correct. But but now I think that I'm just kind of waiting to see. But this is one that I'm looking- going to pull out any minute, man? Huh? You're going to pull out any minute? No, I mean I'm gonna be buying honestly. Oh. oh. Um, so okay. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the lows and the highs, and, and I'm gonna buy if it hits to a certain range automatically but i'm just waiting to see how low it can get and i'm not trying to time it because you know how it is carlos it's really hard to time the market but i would you I come get in a at? number would you huh? buy it would no you buy I, it? i'm not i'm not i'm still oh, holding okay because okay. i was gonna buy at 75 but see right now is at 72.52 currently um it may go down it may go back up but if it hits 60 i'm gonna buy a little bit and then if it goes back up, I'm, if it gets past 78, I'm going to buy as well. So it's kind of, I'm going to probably buy a little bit, then wait, buy a little bit more, depending on what it does. And then just let it ride and see what happens. Because I don't gotcha. think it'll recuperate, but probably by the end of the year, I think it'll shoot back up to where it was at, roughly around like the 120 range. Right. And see right, what happens. Right. But that that's not the one that I was talking about, the dividends. That's more like... Apple, it's just in general. Yeah, Johnson, yeah, yeah. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more secure approach, right? I get it. It's it's yeah. a conservative approach. There's nothing wrong with that versus going down this route. This is quite aggressive. I mean, over the past six months, uh, ARK has experienced a 40% uh, drop, right? So that means it's good mm -hmm. to watch if you're going to buy the dips and waiting it for it to, to crunch up. I think once the I think once the government starts hiking up interest rates we're going to see a, a change in the market. I really do think uh, that it's going to happen even more now. Because here's the thing, in, in this particular political climate, Alex, the government is just going to push, push, and push cash out. They're going to print and print and print money because they don't want the economy to fail, right? Uh, mm -hmm. That's the reality of things versus being in a different in a different political arena. Uh, the other parties is going to see things a little differently, right? They're not going to be as aggressive uh, on printing money out than, than and creating the type of inflation that we're in now, uh, which is why it's at 7%, right? So, you know, speaking of money, speaking of moves, Alex, you know, I have noticed that there is a lot of people as far as it, within my network that are changing jobs. How about you? Have you noticed that on your networking end, uh, that a lot of people are just shifting and either moving up or moving into a related field or changing field altogether because they feel like it's time for a change in a season season of change it's it's you know sometimes making a change is not a bad thing and right, right, um, right. i think what a lot of people realize is is right now it's obviously a hiring market and people have more flexibility um 
I think like for myself or what I do, if I was to change positions is, you know, right. you're looking for somebody where it's more stay more uh, continue doing what you're doing, where it's more remote and you don't really have to go into the office and, and do that kind of stuff. So most people are looking is like, well, why am I going to continue to work here when I can go work over here, make a little bit more money and it's less demanding. Uh, and I, right, 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 right. So I don't know. It's kind of weird, but if obviously if you're, if you're not comfortable at where you're at, I think right. the change right now is perfect for anybody, even well, changing I'll, states. Like you mentioned, right. right, right there were some right, states right. that were paying you money to move. To just so it's like, there. yeah. So we covered that in last year's uh, somewhere, one of those episodes, but Right, if they pay right. me money, like I'm not saying me personally, but if someone's paying me money and I'm looking for a change, why not look for something like that? Right, Absolutely. Right, right. No, no, no. I agree. And and some of the things that you need to keep in mind, you know, as as job seekers coming about, some of the things that I want to say, and I, and we've touched on this before, uh, giving people just a heads up as to some of the best resume approaches because you want to oversell yourself in a market that is so saturated with people looking for something new right it's it's a competitive field let's be honest for a position that there is only one for so i read an interesting statistic the other day that you know uh, one uh, jobs are still scarce for those that are looking for higher pay and uh, greater achievement right so if there's anything i would say man I, look when you're writing your resume focus on the future don't focus on the past right? Uh, if anything, always, 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 always uh -huh. uh, write towards the future in the past, what you're going to do. I would always say that in your resume, right? Hey, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, here's how I'm able to take your business. So if, if it's a sales position and you're using high, you know, you're selling high net worth items, high luxury items, hey, here's what I'm able to do. Here's been what I've been able to achieve. And here's what I'll continue to do. And use related experience that'll integrate those things. I've also talked about uh, using critical keywords, right? Uh, instead of using, you know, uh, using words that just don't make, that are just so light in a resume building, use professional words, right? Use professional words that are more personable, uh, but also speak to that specific field, if, if that makes sense, Alex. I mean, would you agree? Yeah, no, 100%. In, in what they mean with that, I mean, they, it's an, an example, you, instead of say personal is, you know, talent acquisition or different scenarios. And one of the things that I think a lot of people want to express their experience or whatever, you know, they want to say like, okay, this is what I did. I'm very good at customer service. Okay. But everybody says that, but instead right. you can, obviously you yeah, might customer not want engagement, to, right? Yeah. Right, but right. customer engagement, or you can want to say, if you're actually doing the interview is mostly talk about how your customer service, if you're not going to say that. So you would say a story about what you did, how you helped somebody, how they were grateful, how the solution came. And then that speaks to volumes of what is your customer service? What does that mean? Right. So you're telling right, the story right, 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 and, right, the, right. and you know, I'm sure you look at that. I know I'm looking at that when I'm doing interviews. So that's what I would say is basically how you can make stories and wow the, the person who is interviewing. You got to wow them, right? You got to wow them. You're absolutely right. That's good. No, that's good. Uh, you want to always add that wow effect. What can you do in this specific position in this specific company that'll change 
just their approach in hiring you, right? Don't give them the same old thing as we just talked about earlier, as you mentioned, Alex, if you talk about personnel, don't talk about personnel, say talent acquisition, right? Make yourself more polished, make yourself shine that at the end of the day, when they make a decision and who they're going to hire, okay, this sounds like someone who is really going to change just the way our company looks, right? So uh, there were some other pieces that I remember reading uh, when it comes to resumes, I mean, especially me building uh, and hiring all the time. I mean, would you agree, Alex? There's yeah, and I was gonna say your lingo, you, your approach. Yeah, and if you add percentages, like you you know, Numbers. obviously yes. increasing revenue yes. by yes. certain yes. percentage. I did this, right, and right. that was it. Cost Alex, what was this your number last year? How much did you increase in your department? I mean, uh, in sales. It, I mean, I don't know if I want to say, it. right, because it. It, it's, you know, I worked over over 21, $21 million in proposals out there, close to about roughly, I don't know, like $7 million or something in, in actual close See, business. See, you got to know your numbers, so, guys. You got to know your numbers, right? You got to know them. So that's good. Sorry, Alex. I just, that's an example that when you talk about sales, when you're putting yourself out there, you were able to acquire $21 million in new sales. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's we. I proposed, right? We closed around seven Boom. million of that, but Boom. still, it's I, I. It's like you're generating money for. for so you had a thirty percent closing and, rate. I mean, about. Boom! There you go. Right. So, you know, your numbers, right. You know, your numbers, you're mm -hmm. able to sell yourself. Listen, if you were to put that on a resume and, and I'm hiring you, I'd be like sold. Right. Because I know you're a closer, right. I know you're a closer and you can make it happen. So when you're building these resumes, guys, when you're competing for this job, know your numbers. Alex said, throw in percentages, be more personable, but also use words that are going to wow people, right? Make sure you wow people when it comes to your resume, as you grow your resume, as you're looking for ways to, at the end of the day, improve your net wealth, your net worth at the end of the day, right, Alex? Yeah. And even if it's not a, it's say like, even if it's not a, it's something that you're an expert in or the field that you're an expert, most of these jobs that if you're looking for a job within kind of in the same realm or it can translate, I, I would say that a lot of jobs can translate to what you do. Obviously, mm. sales can translate in everywhere because that's right, what you do, right? Right? Um, right, right but even right. if I was a skilled technician of a certain field, I'm pretty sure that it can translate over to HVAC. Let's just say if I worked in the low voltage industry, well, if I had to transfer over to high to a high voltage company, it's the same thing. You're pulling cable, different mm. codes, different mm. stuff like that. But mm. it's easy to learn. It's like, a, and you yeah. can sell how you're easily adapt to new scenarios, learning, and um, and but you can really sell yourself on your skills and how you are willing to learn and and show stories and how you can be a trustworthy person. And mm -hmm. you could be a medium performer, right? You don't always have to be a high performer, but if someone right, can right. have trust in yourself. Sometimes you rather have the trusted person high, and even though he's a medium performer, then instead of having a high performer that's an you know an ass to work with, nobody mm. wants to work with that person. So you kill the morale, you kill the vibe. Mm. So there's mm. different things that a company looks into. Mm. Mm. No, that's that's true. No, no, no. I, I like that, Alex. And and that's the thing. Uh, now listen, there are jobs. As you're looking on the field and you're trying to figure out what to do, there are some jobs. I think about New York City, right? New York City has got a lot of these door dashes, uh, even Atlanta. Let's not go so far, Alex. You know, uh, you know, looking at Atlanta and there's these companies and, and, and it is also a gig economy right now, right? 
You may be saying, well, hey, Carlos, I make $125,000 a year, but I've got an extra, you know, spare six hours a day that I find myself like, what do I do? I'm, I'm okay where I'm at, but I want to do something. Well, hey, and you're looking for a gig, right? You may say to yourself, well, I want to grab a, a job at Grubhub or at DoorDash, right? Because I, I, you have that ability and maybe you live in the area that you could pull that off. Man, there are some serious effects that are that are taking place right now in that industry, Alex, uh, when it comes to hiring for these positions and taking on these gigs that even the company as a whole, right, uh, when it comes to the ticker and the stock market, they're being hurt because they're not allowing some of their workers to use the restroom, man. I mean, that's 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 just a bit much, don't you think? And is it a money situation about buying like sanitation stuff or the cleaning? I mean, I don't, you know, each business is ran a certain way or they try, but I know it's hard times out there to judge a, a company, but man, there's some right. things that you just can't like, I mean, uh, denying access to somebody to use a bathroom. Right. I don't know if that's the right call. I know probably if it was my business, it's like, that's just one of the ones that you have to roll your sleeves and you got to go with the punches, right? right, it's, it's, right. it's just part of it. You can't deny someone a bathroom use. But again, I don't live in New York. I don't know how the, you know, people behave over there. Cause obviously it's different behavior depending on where you go. Right, um, right, but right. I'm, I'm not sure about how I feel about that. Well, you just look at, you look at DoorDash just as a whole, as a company, right? Let's just mm -hmm. use DoorDash. Let's just pick on them for a minute, right? You look at DoorDash and you look at the past six months, the ticker DoorDash is, uh, what is the ticker for DoorDash? Do we know what the ticker is? Uh, it's under DoorDash. Oh, it's Dash. D-A-S-H is the ticker. Over the past six months, they have declined 33%, right? As a stock, 33%. 33% over six months is quite the dilemma right? It's quite a dilemma. And I don't think we can attribute uh, their success as a company on not allowing, right? Not allowing their workers to use the restroom, but what it does do, right? It creates a lack, right? A lack of what? Help, a lack of employees to say, hey, I want to be a part of this company and I want to work here to make some extra cash. So what happens now is these restaurants or you sitting at home wanting to order DoorDash, well, now it's going to take 65 minutes just to place your order. So you won't see that food in the next two, three hours, right? Because there's limited amount of help because somebody could have been working at DoorDash, but now they're not working at DoorDash because they found out that you can't even use the restroom if you happen to work at DoorDash, right? So now you don't too, have, Carlos, now you can't cover like, the market the way you want to. I don't even understand that because it makes no logical sense. Like, right. obviously, I'm if I'm going to your restaurant to pick a food uh, order, it's because someone ordered that food. That could have been you at your house. Say you, you just ordered something. I'm DoorDash. I go in, I pick it up. And they say, well, you can't use the restroom. You have to buy something. I, I, I'm picking up an order. Literally, I'm picking up the order mm -hmm. that someone else purchased. I'm just on their behalf. So if I'm picking up the order, they purchased something. Why can't I use the restroom? Is that that's my order that I'm picking up? It's like uh, well, we had the I same problem with Amazon. Remember, we had the same mm -hmm. problem with Amazon in their warehouses. You couldn't use the restroom at Amazon. Like, are you kidding me? Is me taking the next two minutes out of my day to relieve myself going to collapse the economy for Amazon, right? 
Now, do you no. want to work for a company that I can't even use a restroom for, Alex? Nah, probably not. So yeah, no, I get it. And we got I, another I, dilemma, right, with Sony and and Activision and uh, Microsoft buying. They're making their partnership. Obviously, it's still under review, and there's a lot of stuff because they're trying to monopolize. But Sony feels right. right. The market feels it. I don't know if Sony, and I'm pretty sure they they feel a little bit threatened by it because they can lose major game titles, and they lost like their. I think their stock went down 13, percent which translates to billions of dollars. Billions of so, dollars. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you just yeah. know how a decision is made that can affect the company. So when you're saying 23 percent is down from from you know Uber Eats or or one of those, it's right. I mean it's a big money is that they're losing. It's not easy thing, but. You know, Carlos, as we wrap down the show, I just want to say kind of what we said at the beginning of the show. Thanks for sticking with us and listening. Even though we haven't been able to put any new content, it's kind of diff. It's going to be a very busy year. I can see for myself. I don't know about yourself, but (laughs) we're going to try to make these happen. It's just uh, I don't know how consistent we can we can be. Uh, We'll still try to be as much consistent as possible, but just bear with us. Let, let me yeah. let me say something. Look, I know you got. I know we got to close up the show, but I wanted to say that you're probably wondering at home or in the car, and you're like, "What? What did that mean?" Like they're talking about DoorDash, or talking about Uber Eats, or talking about uh, restrooms and Amazon. Like, why would they bring all that up? My point is the reason I wanted to say something about this, Alex, is no matter what you do in a company, check this out, no matter what kind of environment you place in a company, whether you're going to start one, whether you're in one, whether you're investing in one, think about this always. This is what I've always said, and Alex has said it as well. Keep in mind that everything plays a role in the success of a company that is moving forward or being still or moving down, whatever the case is, everything plays a major role when it comes to stocks, when it comes to the success of a company or in Alex's situation, a dividend payout, right? So something as simple as a bathroom could have now played a role in the depletion, if I could use that word, of a 30% loss over six months because you're not allowing people, right? You can't activate the market the way you want to activate them. So no one wants to work for you. No one wants to do anything to help your company out because you have set an environment that is unhealthy. So the reason we bring all this up, the reason we say this is that when you're investing, number one, when you're investing, take a look at the whole layout of a company right? Take a look at the whole situation. What are some of the things that they're dealing with? What are some of the debt that they have? What are some of the ways that people are viewing this company? Because it all plays a major role. If you're starting a company, listen, lead by example, watch, learn from others, right? So anyway, Alex, I wanted to touch up on that because the reason we bring that up, because this is a business show and we want to give you great business tips. We want to give you stock help, but at the same time, we also want you to think about, hey, why would that happen? Well, let's let's think about this, right? Let's really break this down. So wanted to bring that up because again, as you choose a ticker, as you choose a company, as you build a company, remember the environment that it has, right? Environment. remember that everything plays a role in everything that what we do. So Alex, uh, I, I just wanted to say that, man. And, and listen, I just want to know uh, that uh, I'm happy to know that uh, you got some Louis Vuitton for Christmas and I'm incredibly grateful because that puts a smile on your face. 
<laughs> ah, yeah. But the you know the quote of the day is gonna come from Dolly Parton, and this is uh oh the uh, way is it a rainbow? The, is it a rainbow one that you're looking at? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. Ooh, that's good, Alex. You gotta say that again, yeah. man. You gotta say that again. So the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. Ooh, that does it for me, man. My name is Carl. Yeah, this is Alex, and this is Alex, man. Thanks <laughs> for tuning in. Peace, guys. See, see you guys. Peace.